Yes is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, for those of you who are celebrating Christmas Eve and and a Christmas Day tomorrow and are listening to this live, happy Christmas to you. We'll be doing that with our family, too, and look forward to a, a wonderful celebration and festival as we um, as we celebrate every year. And um, I know earlier this week I had a great uh, dinner party with for, for actually honoring all the uh, many service publishing service providers that we work with throughout the year that make our authors' books so fantastic and gorgeous. They're literally gorgeous, gorgeous books. So it it it's always fun to do this. We love this time of the year. I love the color. I love the lights. Um, and I would love to just stop, but unfortunately, we keep going on. Including, I'm a huge believer. I know a lot of the hosts on stations always run. Um, the oldies and goodies, but I've always believed because we are global, one, two, people have a variety of different faiths that we always do uh, fresh material and don't do what we usually call encores. So with that, I have brought back, as an encore, <laughs> one of my favorite, favorite, favorite people that I work with um, a lot with our clients, Kelly Johnson. She is the author's virtual assistant. Her company is cornerstoneva.com, and I would encourage all of you to connect with Kelly, follow her blog. But we're going to kind of do a recap, kind of like, I don't know if you caught Saturday Night Live, if you watched Saturday Night Live, but last week they had the Hillary's revisiting, the, the Hillary's of Christmas past, so to speak. And it was a hoot, so I'd recommend you you. Do go up and YouTube it and watch the video because it's a hoot. But we're going to do our lessons of of 2015 past, some of the things that Kelly and I have uh, done on a couple of the shows that we have done together this past year, plus some of the things that we both have uh, sidelined on our own that we want to bring to your attention to remind you of and some strategies, as well as as we project forward. So that's what this is all about and with that, I'll say hi, Kelly. Welcome back. Well, and thank you, Judith. I'm so excited and honored to be an encore, and I always enjoy the opportunity to, to come and play with you, so to speak, and you know, have some fun, and we can talk about all this great information. So thank you again. I'm excited to be here. You're welcome. It's like being a, a real-time encore instead of a... <laughs> In the archives, encore. There you go. That's right. I like that. <laughs> All right. So let's let's just jump in some of these lessons. I mean, Kelly, you work with a, a lot of people in a lot of stages. I mean, some I would say some of our authors are very sophisticated. Some of them, you're thinking, okay, we need to infuse some DNA or something <laughs> or something. So if 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 I was to ask you, what are some of the the common um, misgivings? 
that you find when you, you step in as a virtual assistant for an author? What are some of the common misgivings they have and misconceptions? Let's look at both of those. About uh, virtual assistants, some of the misgivings that they have? Yeah, or, or maybe let's just even take it further. This okay. whole thing called publishing um, yeah. <laughs> and going on it. Because I want, I'll, I'll tell you the kind of the, the misconceptions. Um, I'll just throw this number one on the table. Misconception is that th- th- all, the, all the work is in the writing. Uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, and it's going to be easy street from here on. And you need to understand it in publishing. It's a it's a 90-10 rule. The yes. 10% is the writing. The 90 is the support of the book, of the product as we go on. So Absolutely. the misconceptions, they think, is it's, oh, it's going to be easy street once the book is done. And you are in for a rude, loud <laughs> waking. Is that safe to say? Yes, I, I believe. And I, I can understand where that thought or perception would come from because you think, oh, obviously writing the book is going to be, you know, one of the hardest things. I just need to get it out, you know, get it all down on paper. And then once it's out there, it's going to fly on its own. And as you said, unfortunately, um, that's not quite the case. (laughs) So I think when they, um, when authors have the chance to come and they understand that really, as you said, you know, marketing and promoting the book is going to be more of where their time needs to focus. I think another aspect to look at and realize as a virtual assistant when I'm talking with some authors is they'll hear some people share that, you know, oh, with technology and the advances in technology today, it's very easy to set up, you know, XYZ, or it's very easy to go ahead and implement, you know, this aspect or this software to help sell your book or run your business. And while that may be, you know, true, yes, there's great technology advances and great software and options out there. But for people who don't quite feel comfortable with technology or they're just not ready to dive into that, they keep hearing, well, you should be able to set this up on your own. But, you know, because they don't have that comfort with technology, they tend to feel overwhelmed and they feel bad, so to speak, if they are having some trouble figuring out how to implement the technology. So just because you hear something might be easier, it's available, don't be afraid to ask for assistance. And if that's not a talent or skill set you have, it's not worth it for you to try to always learn it on your own. You know, work with a VA or someone that can help you get that technology piece. So that's one of the areas that I've encountered that people have shared with me. (laughs) Well, I think that's really critical because that even though you can learn it, I mean, let me just go into the production of a book. And the production of the book, one of the critical production points is the designing, the interior design and putting it all together. I've had authors tell me, oh, yes, I have bought in design and I have bought this and that. And I'm going, are you freaking kidding? (laughs) So so are are you going to be working in InDesign? Are you going to be doing this all the time? Is it going to tie in with all your other work? Why in the world would you go through the brain damage one? (laughs) Um, uh, It's it's not an easy, it's not easy, number one. Number two, it's not easy. (laughs) So there are, there are shortcuts you can do, but this is where uh, I think that the payoff and the, and the extreme reduction of any brain damage is that when you get in some of these professionals that can take over um, some of these things and this, because this is what they do. It's what they do all the time. They can do it in their sleep where it's fun in some, many cases it's fun for them. For you, it's like, oh my God, I might as well go have seven implants done. Right. So. So be right. be smart here on that um, as you bring it about. That even though you you have you're smart yeah. um, and you've got the capability of learning it, the real question is: Should 
you do it, is it the best use of your time? Because I think one of the misconceptions, Kelly, uh, I think, yeah. is they, they think it's not going to take much time. And right. they, they really don't um, understand that it's going to take a lot of time. And, yeah. and, and, and they don't put a value on their time. They don't exactly. put a true value on your time. So um, let's go to what your pay for job is. Most authors have other jobs that they yep. get a paycheck for. So what is your hourly wage? What, what is it that you make? All right. So if you're making 50 k a year, it means you make 25 bucks an hour. Right. If you're making $100,000 a year, you're making $50 an hour. Can you buy the talent so you can do your other for-pay job and not have brain damage? That's Absolutely. a question I think you should address. Absolutely. And I think another area just in related to maybe not so much misgivings, but just something I think for all of us to keep in mind as well is, yes, with all the different aspects that are involved in the book publishing process and what it takes to get your book out there, is also remember, because I think this is important too, that because sometimes authors can feel they get into overwhelm very quickly in trying to handle all the various aspects of, you know, writing to marketing to getting it out as an ebook, and I need to do this on my website. Take a moment, especially as we're at the end of the year now, and let yourself be happy with all the accomplishments you have achieved. Instead of always looking at, oh, I didn't get to this on my list today, or I didn't happen to get to that, while it's important to keep that in mind, also give yourself a moment to acknowledge what you have accomplished, because you need to take that in and realize you are actually getting a lot done and trying to keep that momentum going. And the things that you haven't got done, that's what you can start working on, making a priority then for 2016. So sometimes I think it's important we take a step back, take a breath, and also just appreciate what we have been able to achieve this year instead of always focusing on what have we not gotten to yet. So <laughs> Exactly. And so you know what? That's, uh, so maybe we didn't get to check it off, you know, check, 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 right. check. Yeah, you know, didn't get it all. Um, you know, I, I I do have to brag to everyone. I did get to see Star Wars opening night. Oh, I know. I <laughs> so excited. So that was that, that was on my checklist. So what Kelly and I are trying to do is really, um, as we wrap down the year, is really to look at what your force is. Okay. Yeah. So how can you get your book? How can you get you as the author to awaken and and move forward? So dealing with these, you know, the, the the belief that I have to do it all myself, gosh, don't go down that path. Exactly. Um, and that uh, the, I've got to learn it all. No, you don't. You need to have a basic <laughs> understanding right. and other people can do it. And also, this is really the time to really understand what you're good at and should yes. you do it and what you're not so good at and 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 how to get some help. That I think that's our critical first point. Go. Absolutely. That's where the force will be for you as the author to 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 bring that up. Exactly. So. And like you were saying, I mean, your force is also going to be what, what we were just talking about. You know, mentally is making mm-hmm. sure that you are recognizing what you're achieving, what you want to do. But then also, as you just said, make sure your checklist also includes some things that is a little reward for you so that you can have that break and take a little step back and come come to everything back again with your book with a fresh mind and, and feeling revitalized and recharged. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and not beat yourself up. 
you know, I, I could I could have easily beat myself. I my intent was to finish my um my book on how to avoid book publishing blunders, boo boos, bl- blunders, boopers, and boo boos, and right. and I had two clients that came into crisis. That guess who yeah. got bumped? Yours That's truly. True. Okay, so I can't beat myself up. Um, but you know, I've got another window I've opened up in February where I am going to finish it. So. Exactly. So be it, and that's just <laughs> what's going to happen here. All right. So, yeah, right. So we're going to run in, and we're going to take a quick break here, and then here's what we're going to come back to: is Kelly's got a laundry list of little goodies that she has identified in social media that we need to pay attention to. You're listening to Author You, your guidebook publishing. I'm Dr. Judith Riles, and my guest is Kelly Johnson. is your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles and we'll be right back with more great information right after these is there a book in you or another author you will show you how to create develop and publish your book without being good if you already have a book out You'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has Pizzazz, punch, and panache. Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author U and on Facebook at Author U, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful. Impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. 
All right. So as we have this, we actually have two more shows, this show and our New Year's Eve show um, for the year. But we're, we're going to be talking about for, for this side is the from social media to just all these little tips and tricks that Kelly and I have come up with through the year. And I can tell you next week it's going to be all about publicity and launching. Um, and Julie Sharkey will be with us. So with that said, um, Kelly, social media yes. is something you and I, you know, are on all the time. Absolutely. Um, is it, so where can, where can we go with this? Uh, well, a few things that as we kind of close out 2015 and look at next year, I thought this would be a perfect opportunity to take a moment to look at your social media accounts, first of all, and really, for example, like let's say on your Twitter, look at your Twitter bio and maybe make a few tweaks. You know, look at your about on your Facebook page or your Pinterest um, and just maybe make a few tweaks where we want to make sure that we're really emphasizing what your area of expertise is and you're highlighting that. And especially if you feel you have, you know, two or three areas that you really want to make sure people know you can share your knowledge with, you might want to, you know, go ahead and make sure you incorporate some of those, you know, especially since we have character limits on Twitter. Maybe for the past couple months you've chosen to highlight one of your areas of expertise. Go in there and maybe, you know, change it out and highlight another area that you feel you're an expert in. Look at maybe changing out your headshot. And, you know, since we all usually try to have a couple of different headshot versions, some might be, you know, a little bit more formal, some might be a little more casual. This is also a great time to just maybe update your headshot and, you know, maybe use one that is a little more casual that shows your personality so people can have that experience, you know, virtually. Just because you've uploaded it once and you have it up there, that's great because you've got it in place. But you need to just remember to keep periodically going back and doing a little refresh and tweaking. Well, you know, um, that was on my list, too. Um, actually, it was going to be author photos to bring it also into look at whatever avatars you have. I know I yes. switched mine out, oh, I think in January, February last year. And I was looking them over, and there's a couple more I need to do. But I'm pretty, really pretty happy with the one I had, and I'm going to stay put with that. Yes. But with what I want to say to all of you is that, um, oh, my gosh, when was it? Maybe a year ago. I did a whole show on author photos with Ashley Bratton, who does mm -hmm. wonderful, wonderful photography. And I would encourage all of you to scroll back. It was around in October of 2014 that I did a show, and it, you'll, it'll have author, you know, author photos in the in the title. You'll find it that way. But I would encourage you, one, to listen to it and that she really got into the different variations and different setups, you know, not yes. the standard, not the photo that you had when you graduated from high school or college. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is not what we're talking about. But, or you that, just standing in front of a wall at, at your house and taking a quick picture. <laughs> oh, yeah, or with your arms crossed. Please give yes. me a break. So, but your photos should have a personality, and there should be that glint in that eye that comes out. And so yes. when you're talking to them, and what's really important, it's not just for your social media. Um, your website is part of your social media presence, but it's really critical to have a variety of images and photos different variations in your website. Yes. So I, I'm going to encourage everyone to, and it's certainly on my, this is one of my lists. It's not fully checked off. I'm, che I'm, I'm in, into checkpoint. 
Yes, <laughs> um, exactly. that I'm I'm going through on the Book Shepherd website, and I know we just did some variations on the authoru.org website. That I'm going into and starting to move some things around for, for so it's it doesn't look like the same old same old all the time. Absolutely. Bringing in your you know some new icons maybe on your home page, yes. a little variation, um, and you know a little blog, uh, a little blog variation that you're going to do. So I would really encourage you to uh, take advantage of that um, yes. and and invest. And this is an investment. That you pay someone who gets authors and speakers, and and those are the two words, authors and speakers, and it's it's this, these are not business the 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 more exactly. uh, uh, formal type business photo. We need personality here. Okay, that's Absolutely. one of my tips. And, yeah, and I love that tip. And actually, related to that, what I also wanted to mention, Judith, is another thing that people I think we tend to forget is we're so used to going out in the search engines, and we'll just you know, pull up Bing or Google, you know, mm-hmm. YouTube, and we type in and we're looking at the content and, you know, what information comes up. But a lot of people also will search for images since we're talking about headshots and images that I just wanted to also remind uh, people, if you go to images.google.com, a lot of people will go out there to search and see, you know, what's available. If, they, if there's a name that they want to find or a business name or a book name, what I would encourage a lot of authors to also do is go to images.google.com google.com, put in your name, put in your business, put in your book title, and see what images come up. Because once again, we're talking about how powerful images are, not only with our headshots, but how we utilize them on social media, on our websites, and our branding. And I think it might be interesting for authors to see, hmm, what comes up if I put in my book title on that, you know, search engine and, and related, you know, images. Now, of course, will every image that come up be yours? You know, no, you'll see some that might have the same name as you or something similar. But I think it's a great way to see, that once again, the power of images, what's showing up for you. And you can click on those images and see what it links over to. So does it link back to, is it linking back to your website? Is it someone that you did a guest blog post on and it's going back to that website? And that can just also give you some ideas about maybe people that you want to reach out to that you haven't, you know, connected with in a while. Oh, you know what? I did a guest post for this person back in June and it was great for my target audience. I should reconnect with them in 2016, you know, seeing what comes up for that. So just remember that that's a very powerful tool as well. Oh, absolutely. And here and let me now I'm going to give another search uh, kind of a cheat search that's kind of fun to do because you may be surprised what's coming up. Yeah. When you are, uh, you think you have your title for your book. You, th- you think this is the hot tamale. Um, <laughs> that I would suggest that you go to Amazon and mm-hmm. put in your title and see what comes up. Yes. Because a lot of people go in and search for books because they can remember the title or they do the author or sometimes they do it together, but they put in. And if I'll t- I will tell you, if you don't have. Um, as a as a with a book that's already out, already published. If you yeah. don't have a lot of followings and a lot of people who are searching for you, you may not come up on the first page. Absolutely. So you need to see what I'm. What I want you to do is not look for see what's out there, but also look at what these images are that are used on these titles mm-hmm. that people will get associated with, and it, it could be a real surprise, a exactly. real surprise. So that, exactly. that's one of my recommendations. 
And one other, um, another tip I just, while we're talking about images, since uh, Pinterest, since we were, were kind of transitioning and flowing with social media yeah. and looking at some mm-hmm. of those aspects, mm-hmm. I've actually had a lot of authors that, once again, we got them started on Pinterest and what they're setting up. But then when, when I've mentioned to them, let's go back and revisit what you've done, a lot of times authors have gone, oh, I either didn't realize or I forgot to go back and include a URL that on my Pinterest boards with all of the images or pins that I have on there. When people click on it, I can actually have them go to a specific blog post on my site or a specific page. Or if I'm talking about my book, make sure that that book cover image links to the you know book page on my site. So also remember that when you're thinking of images, go back and revisit your Pinterest account and make sure that your images, when you click on them, it links back because that helps to drive the traffic to your site, and that's really going to help you know once again with your online presence and being found. So the, the 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 tip is make sure that whatever images you do, it's it's just not Pinterest, but it's everywhere. Yeah. Whatever images you do, that if you just have one, you know, I deal with a couple of different websites, but they there is a link back to that. Absolutely, because it's very once again, it's very important that you're continuing to find those ways to drive the traffic to your website and mm-hmm. making sure that you're you know repurposing that content of what you're having up there. If people, like, for example, since I just mentioned Pinterest, if they love that image and the brief description that you have up there, they're going to, you know, chances are they're going to want to learn more. So by clicking on the image and taking them to a specific page or, you know, something specific on your website or wherever you want to direct them to, that just helps you keep that connection and maintain that connection with that site visitor and, you know, turn them into a longer-term customer or prospect or finding other things that you offer that they're interested in. Which is a huge plus. Definitely. (laughs) Building that list. We want you to build that list. (laughs) Always, always. All right. So other website uh, tips is that you want to think about is that you go back and relook it again and have something that people can get free. I mean, giving away an ebook is not going to do it these days. Um, That what people do love is I'm going to recommend to you is to create like cheat sheets. Yes. Come up with whatever your expertise is. And even for your fiction writers, you've got expertise. It could be in your locale, your research, some of the things you do. Um, It could be actually creating amazing dilemmas. But create that expertise. And then create, you know, it could be seven, you know, incredible tips. It could be 10. It could be 12. You know, it could be Baker's Dozen. Whatever you want to do on that. And have those as an offering. And, of course, the objective is to get people to sign up so you know who they are. That you can then later contact them um, for something else. But start think about creating some cheat sheets. And for nonfiction, this should be a no-brainer for you. A variety of things that you can do. And And here's the other thing you can do. If you create enough of these little babies throughout the year, I mean, what if you created a new uh, uh, cheat sheet? One a month and doing that. Do you know that you could bring that together at the end of the year, compile them because you'll take them on and off as a gift to all your followers, put it in a PDF as a gift. Thank you for being with me this year. 
Absolutely. And the other piece that you can keep building on it, too, is, as you were saying, Judith, take those cheat sheets that you're creating, and you can expand on some of the items in each of those cheat sheets. You can also turn that into an ebook at the end of the year and have that be another product that you're offering. Absolutely. And take each of those um, items in the cheat sheet list, turn that into a blog post. So that's the other thing I think that we also want to help authors realize that sometimes when it's a struggle with content, look at what you have to repurpose. All right. So... More tips coming back. It's Judith Bryles and author you, your guide to book publishing. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a thousand authors create top quality books and avoid the not so reputable self publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602-866-3226. 1106-DESIGN. When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask coming up you'll hear more about statistics scenarios and strategies on what to do now to get you published so let's get back to the show and here again is your host dr judith Bryles. all righty so I, I love the idea kelly of taking um uh, creating the cheat sheets 
and really repurpose, repurpose, repurposes. Not only do you have it as something as a giveaway to induce people to come in that you can shout out social media, go, 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 get this, but also bring them together as a gift, you know, compile them all as a gift in the year, but also create an ebook. And I'm going to tell people the add on to that is don't just stop at the ebook. Um, Even if you end up with a little mini, 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 mini POD version of a book. It would, in my opinion, because you're going to be doing the cover anyway, some kind of a yeah. cover for it, is that you're going to come back and you will recreate it. Um, and so people could have print because a lot of people like to print stuff up. They don't want it all E. So That's make right. that, you know, I'll just really suggest that to you. All right. So I want to add on a tip since I mentioned the ebook um, yes. and the cover is a lot of times we have variations of an ebook cover, slight variation. Maybe your print book cover is a little bit more detailed yeah. and mm-hmm. it doesn't show up on the ebook. So let me make a suggestion um, for you because I had someone actually do a whole new cover on a book uh, to get around that so it would all be the same. And I said, you know, it doesn't matter. You can uh, just simplify the ebook cover and leave the print alone. You don't have to go back full bore because there's a little bit more work dealing with the print, the bigger cover. Um, and the ebook, you know, you have different DPIs, you have different, all kinds of different things that are going on. So, um, do you, all you have to do is, and, and this is, and also that, that's one thing, but here's another little tip yes. is that Amazon, um, one of the things that you should always do is make sure that when you're looking at covers is to reduce them to at least 25% of what they're supposed to look at like. And when you reduce them to 25%, you'll get a fuller picture of what this cover is going to look like when you see the thumbprints that are typically normal during this time. And that in the thumbprint style is that you would go across and um, you could see, okay, so it is too small. I mean, I've had a couple of people say, you were right, you know. But here's the thought. Instead of changing ebook and print book, all you have to do is change the thumbprint for Amazon. Absolutely. There so you go. <laughs> with, a, with a couple of sight twits, you don't need it as the full bore with all the bills and whistles and the fairies and the butterflies floating around and everything else. All you really need is a tip. But make it bold so it grabs yes. people's attention. But you'll find out how bold it is if you will go into 25% and you'll see what the size is. It, it will make a huge difference in your life. Absolutely. And like we said, I love that you have that little shortcut, so to speak. And related to that, um, if you don't mind, there was one other, like a sort of a, a thought process related to shortcuts I wanted to share about repurposing that can huh? be an idea for authors as well to think about for next year. Okay. Is As we're looking for content as well, look back at your, you know, maybe some blog posts you've written or what we were talking about, those cheat sheets or tips. Um, a lot of times we know people love to get like those tips or, you know, five tips about, you know, printing your book and, you know, 10 tips on, you know, the best resources for, you know, getting your audio book out there. We love coming up with tip sheets. What I want to remind people is you can also very easily come up with some new content by kind of do the opposite of that where if you're coming up with some, you know, five printing tips, also do the flip side of how to avoid printing you know, five tips to avoid issues when you're printing your book and, and 
do the counterpoint to what you've already written about because people want to learn that way as well. And when you're talking about shortcuts, that could be another aspect. People love hearing about some what's a workaround or a shortcut to how to do, you know, X, Y, Z. So that can be some more points of how you can repurpose some content that you've written, some products that you're creating, and how you can bring all of that together, whether it be as a blog post, an ebook, some tip sheets. You want to turn that into some videos, some tutorials. So that, I hope, is also another helpful idea to think about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So let's add on. Let me just continue with that. Your book descriptions are so critical. And yet authors struggle. Oh, my gosh, do they struggle? They stumble, they fumble in trying to tell someone what their book is about. If you go back, the old days I used to love to read TV Guide because all the gossip was there and everything else <laughs> right. was there. And I'm, maybe that was before People Magazine. I don't know how long People's have been out. Anyway, that that in TV Guide or in any description where they have movies, they get it down to one line, yes. ten words or less. And one of the things that you have to do is you do have a limitation with words or characters um, in your descriptors. So you have got to make sure, and this is something else you should be going back and doing revisits of all your descriptors out there, besides in profiles. You know, we'll come back to the profiles. Um, is that you need to make sure that you have a good, with the right hook, with the right social media keyword, keyword phrase in here, understands it when you learn to write and use your descriptors that evolve around the, you know, the senses, the touch, the feel, the sense, yes. the smell, um, you know, you know the, the, the taste, all those things. If you can generate that in your reader, you are on the way of hooking them. That's right. So go back and look at your descriptors. It's really important to do that. And, and actually, it's a good idea to, keep, to, to create a couple of variations so you can refresh that's so right. you can refresh. <laughs> and by the way, so let me, I'll just jump into my next tip here, is yes. that it is important to refresh profiles, to add Absolutely. in, to, to maybe rearrange your words, to, to even though, you know, I'm a huge advocate, especially for my nonfiction people, for God's sakes, make sure you have ex- <laughs> the word experts, one of the most yes. highly searched words out there. Um, in your profiles is that just just a change up a little bit of change up it kind of perks up the social media robots um, exactly. and and they're looking up the search engines so you know maybe in the first of the year maybe when you know it's a especially the last week of the year is a, usually a slower time for a lot of people this this coming week is this is a kind just to kind of get mellow Go find your favorite chair, listen to your favorite music, or put your background TV show. I'll, I'll confess, it's it's the home channel. You know, I watch, <laughs> right. I, I love the Property Brothers. But yep, so, HGTV. <laughs> HGTV, I'm an HGTV babe. Um, but when you go back to that, that um, you've got that in the background and you can just start work and just plow through. And then, then you can do some check, check, check. Go through yep. every one of your social media profiles. Check, 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 exactly. and see if they express who you want to be in 2016. Make right. sure they do. Awesome. And okay. I, I really appreciate it, too, that you put that reminder out there for authors to remember to include that word expert yes. in their profiles uh. as they're doing those updates, because it really is important to help pull that in. And I think a lot of times people feel 
Yes. A little hesitant, maybe, yes, to call themselves an expert because they feel like, well, what if someone asked me a question in that what I'm claiming to be an expert in that area, and I can't answer it? And it's you know, don't have that mindset. It's you're the expert. It's not that you're expected to answer every question, but that either you can help answer it or help direct them to a resource, or you'll look it up and get back to them. So don't don't be afraid to call yourself an expert because you don't want to hold yourself back because you're feeling like, what if I can't answer everything that's ever fielded to me? <laughs> you know, you can't. But be yeah. bold. <laughs> be very bold. Kelly, I do, uh, as you know, I do, uh, um, uh, I mean, I'm in Colorado, so are you, but I do a once a month kind of a pick my brain. People can yeah. come and pick my brain in person. I limit it to 15 people max. And and it's a freebie. It's a three-hour exactly. freebie. And they come in, and the, and, and the cost is they have to bring a healthy snack to share with everyone. And I, you know, right. I always have coffee. Now, <clears throat> I just put a flip chart up, and they write down a couple of words that I can key into of what they need to take away. Now, yes. most likely... I have the answer. Most yes. likely, I know the answer. But I am a huge believer in the answers in the room. And Absolutely. that when you have a group of other people, and this is why it's so critical for authors. So maybe this is another one of my tips. You cannot be a loner in this journey. That's you right. need to hang out with other people who have got the same warts and hiccups that you are experiencing. Exactly. It's, it's, I, we're not trying to throw you into misery loves company because, but 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 company creates solutions. Absolutely, and it's always amazing what people come up with in variations. Yes, always amazing. So and, trust, and, I, and tr- translating trust that. Vir- oh, and I was gonna say translating that virtually as well, where you said you have you know the group can come and you know interact with each other with a flip chart. As a virtual assistant, I also appreciate that I can expand that virtually. And when people have contacted me, they've also, like you said, it's taking that time to do like a consultation, just talk with each other. Be I can be a sounding board for authors where they'll say, these are some ideas I have about a new program I want to implement, or how can I maybe you know, do this offshoot of something for my, you know, that's related to my book and I can help demonstrate my expertise or what I can help people with. And I can help to brainstorm those ideas of, well, here's some technology aspects of how you could deliver that and we can share ideas back and forth. So as you were saying, it's also the power of making sure that you're exchanging ideas and and don't forget that that is a really critical, important piece of anything that you're doing and looking at the different aspects of how can you brainstorm together and come up with ideas that you know, each of you can share that you might not have thought of. So you can do it in person and virtually. It's a great way to help keep that momentum going. You know what? We have uh, close friends down in Dallas, and we had uh, Skype. Ta- we do Skype tales. Yes. Um, and so John had his glass of wine, and I had my cup of tea, and we had cheese and crackers out. They sent us a lovely nice. Harry and David <laughs> pears and cheese and crackers and stuff. And there we just go. we just got it all out, and we spent an hour together. You can do that anywhere globally, which is yes. just very cool, very Absolutely. cool to be able to handle it that way. That's all right. All right, we're going to take another quick break, our final break. Gulp, where is this hour going? And Kelly and I are going to come up and do some quick wrap-ups. I wanted to give you a lot of publicity tips and things that you can do before we leave. All right, this is Judith Bryles. It's author you, your guide to book publishing. Now, my guest today is Kelly Johnson, cornerstoneva.com.
This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today. 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207. Or email her at Judith at Bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at My Book Shepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. So during this Christmas week, Kelly and I decided we would give you gifts. You know, some of our, you know, some of the key ahas that we have seen that authors grab onto and, and, you know, the light bulbs go off, which is always, always exciting. So we've given you a few of them, a few more that I wanted to throw out, but I'm going to give you a a travel tip. So if you're traveling on your book or all that, you want that. But of course, you've got a lot of people who are in the holidays um, running here too. And that you've got there, if you haven't downloaded to your phone, uh, the mobile pass, M-O-B-I-L-E, mobile pass app, 
get get it done because here, especially if you're going out of the country, if you're going yeah. abroad at all, that several of the U.S. airports will allow you to skip skip the long immigration lines, which is a, certainly a happy dance for me. Exactly. And you can bypass the long lines when you have this gem on your fingertips. It's you know you've already pre-done a lot of stuff. So just suggest you do it. The Mobile Pass app will make your traveling life just a little bit easier. Well, Kelly, I wanted to bring up something about um, uh, just Amazon book reviews because people yes. are always asking. And Amazon was huge in the uh, news here that the robots were going out and going doing the slash and burn on, on a right. lot of these paid reviewers, which exactly. I think they should. Okay, which yes. I think you should. But also, as Amazon does, they threw a lot of water out with yes. that baby. <laughs> exactly. Or maybe a lot of babies out with the bathwater, whichever you want to do it. This. And, so. Yeah, and, and so it's, it's important to get your books reviewed and posted. Um, if you can get, here's some magic numbers. If you can get 25 to 35 reviews within the first week of your book when it goes launch on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could be a relaunch, by the way. Maybe it's been up there for a while, but all of a sudden, you you know, the alarm bells go off and you realize, oh, my gosh, I need to do this. Exactly. Um, and I'm going to go out and I'm going to start doing the hunting and gathering and get this going here. So if you can get 25 to 35 um, within the first week, guess what? You get the robot's attention. And and if they're coming from a variety of places and areas and they don't all sound like they've been copy-paste, 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 right. mm-hmm. um, which is another problem that, that they see. That's why a lot of reasons why people, if it's the same repetitive stuff, it'll get thrown out because they don't exactly. think the book's been read. So what they do is they go through and um, they they start pairing you up with lookalikes and other people. If you're looking for this book, you might want to look at this That's book. Right. That's what you want. If you can gather more than 100 that, that legitimate reviews that stick and stay, guess what Amazon can do? They can actually, they will consider paying for Google pay-per-click ads on your behalf. They will pay for them. Nice. And they will also consider putting ads on Facebook to drive traffic to your page. There you so, see, we want to make those Amazon robots work for us. <laughs> uh uh, that would be a Christmas amen. I know. And, and so, <laughs> that would be that would be calling the angels of descended. All right. Exactly. So, so that's what you want to do, and that's yeah. the the power behind it. So, I, it it it's frustrating for me when I say this because I have said this to certainly all the authors I have worked with. You've got to ask people. You gave a book away. There's a string attached to that. They need exactly. to get their tush up over there, their fingers on the clickers, and That's get right. a review up for you. Um, for people, I don't care if they're family members. I don't care if they're, they're your next-door neighbor, your best friend. I don't care if it's someone you've met in the grocery line and you just saw that your book would be a good fit for them. Ask them to do it. Now, there's a couple things that you could do. If you haven't gone to print, I'm going to suggest this. Why don't you put a page toward the end of the book, kind of like yes. in your final mm-hmm. word? You know, because I, I have my authors write kind of a final word. My last yes. thoughts is the book. Why don't you add into that, you know, if you liked, you know, what you read, if 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 my tips, my recommendations, my solutions, my whatever it is that the book's about um, are helpful to you, would you be kind enough? I would be honored if you would go to Amazon 
and post a review. You can't get it unless you ask for it. The other thing is, I would every time you have a book going out and you hand a book over to someone, put have a slip of paper within that book with a exactly. picture of the cover on it. Make a customized link. Go to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y, or go to tinyurl.com and create a customized link that would have kind of like your book title or something in there that they would recognize. And, um, and, and ask them to help you out. It yes. is, so let them know it's critical and drive it. You're not going to get it. And by the way, if you're ever at an event and people are going around um, and you've given out books or whatever, get their emails because you know what? I'm going to tell you, maybe one out of eight will do it right away. You're going right. to have to goose them and remind them. And when you have their emails, it's so much easier. And exactly. then, of course, you can send them the link to the page so they can click and do it. That's right. All right. So that's my Amazon review tip. <laughs> Which is great. Always good as reminders there. And just a couple other um, tips I wanted to share at the um, end of this as well is um, one brief thing in talking about um, Amazon with Author Central. Make sure that on your Author Central account that you add your blog feed and your Twitter account and have that up there so that that's another great way to get your content out there so people can learn more about you as an author when they're looking for your book and searching on Amazon. That's another um, fantastic way for them to find you. And also upload pictures and videos. You can do that through your Author Central account. So it's another fabulous way to get that exposure and also show a little bit of your personality. Uh, so make sure that you do that. And another aspect is, since we're also talking a bit about social media when we've spoken with that today, one of the things I know um, in particular with Facebook, because they do a lot of changes and we don't always get notifications when those changes are going to occur, I would <laughs> highly encourage people, I know, <laughs> to also make sure you go in under your settings um, and look at the security settings um, on your Facebook account. There's a couple of items to help ensure that I would like to have people mark that, for example, one of them would be login notifications. Make sure you have it marked that you will receive a notification when someone logs in because I've had a couple people that because they had that marked, they got a notification that said, hmm, someone, it looks like someone's logging in from you know a certain state that they've never been in or they weren't currently in. So that helped them to know that their account might be compromised. So that's a good way to help ensure you have some extra security. Um, also, in that security settings in Facebook, there's another section called Trusted Browsers, you know, meaning whatever browser you use to go out on the Internet, for example, Firefox, Internet Explorer, Google Chrome. You can mark that in Facebook as well, which browsers you tend to use the most often. That can also help to indicate maybe if you've been out and about at a meeting and you've logged in remotely or you've accessed something and you've forgotten to log out, that can just help because you've indicated what browsers you typically use. That can just be an extra notification. So there's a few of those pieces just to help ensure that you've got some security, um, especially with Facebook making changes constantly that I would highly encourage you to revisit when you're in your account. Yeah, that's important. All right, one, one I wanted to uh, tap on because I'm, um, uh, I, I'm really an advocate of using headlines, whether it's blogs, whether it's articles, and certainly on back cover copy for a book. Yeah. All right. And this is a huge takeaway. It will make a difference. And one, remember, when someone's uh, book cover is the beacon, draws them in, you get three to five seconds. 
The back cover is where all your marketing is. That's where the real sales get mm-hmm. done on there. So headlines count, whether it's the phrase that an on-air personality uses or something in print, headlines count. The que- my really question is for all of you, are you using them faithfully? So it's the first thing they see. So a couple of points. One, make sure you use the right words. Does your headline have words that reflect something about effect or pain or solution that the reader will connect with? It's huge. Remember, pain. People have pain. Number two, you want to keep it short. Get to the point quickly. The reader, your reader, um, knows that there is more to follow in the content. And then three, you got to be precise. If you're creating a head a scratcher, you know, something that is so incredibly clever, trash it. <laughs> it's the wrong headline. So Kelly and I are big believers with uh, playing with um, uh, headlines. Um, I, 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 I love to have fun with Portent, P-U-R-T-E-N-T, Portent.com. It's quirky, but it's fun. Um, tweakyourbiz.com and, and is a really good resource to go for and you can find all kinds of goodies there as well as AM Institute's Headline Analyzer. So Kelly, we've got a couple of, we've got two minutes to go for our wrap up. So you oh, want to throw something on there really quickly? Yes, so very quickly, um, two other items I wanted to mention is when you're looking at um, with your headlines, as Judith just mentioned, and wanting to really focus on not only your expertise, but maybe take a look at what are some of the trends that are out there that you might be able to tie into your area of expertise. I would also recommend going to google.com forward slash trends, T-R-E-N-D-S. And the nice thing about Google Trends is you can do a search where you can have it be an image search, a news search, product search. You can choose a specific country if you want to look at a, you know, a certain geographic area, look at different categories, so everything from business and industrial to book publishing to writing, and you can choose a time frame as well, you know, past seven days, a whole year, and put that in and see what's trending so that that's another way that you can get some ideas of how to really highlight your area of expertise or how to tie trends into what your area of expertise is. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and also, also uh, Twitter and Facebook has trending capabilities. Yes. You can see what's going on there. All right. We've got, we've got, thir- we got 20 seconds here. So. <laughs> oh, so last one is, um, since we mentioned images and refreshing your website, mm-hmm. iconfinder.com is a great way for those little icons that you want to refresh on your website to give it just a little boost and a little new look. It's a nice place to find those little icon images that you can go ahead and uh, utilize and update your website and give it a little punch. <laughs> and there it goes. All right. So happy Christmas to everyone. Happy Christmas to you, Kelly. Oh, and, same to you. Happy holidays. And we'll see you next year. All right, everyone, keep writing. Have a great week. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each week.